0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of 4 a.m. in quarantine. Um, super, super excited to launch this during uh, these uncertain times, during times of uh, everyone being at home, being quarantined. Figured this was the perfect time to get this out. And uh, we have a very, very special guest with us this morning, Vinny Galliano, who also happens to be one of my closest friends. Um, Vinny is the president of the Galliano Group. Galliano Group is an individual investment firm holding public and private holdings, including Palantir, Airbnb, and even an early investor of, of Uber. Um, Vin, pleasure to have you, man.
1: Pleasure to be here, bro. I appreciate you having me.
0: Absolutely. Wouldn't have it any other way during these times of quarantine. Can't see each other in person, so we got to do this uh, via <laughs> Zoom. But uh, listen, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited to have you on and just uh, want to give a little bit of, uh, of an idea of where we are. Uh, I know you are a very, very savvy investor um, in the market, um, and, and I definitely want to take that and, and, and portray it onto you and see exactly where your head's at with everything going on. I know there's a million different ways we can go with this, but let's start. What are you doing over the past few weeks of quarantine, man?
1: Yeah, well, look, man, I appreciate, obviously, like I said, I appreciate you having me, and furthermore, anytime I do get to see you, whether it be through a computer screen or in person, it's always, it's always a pleasure, so so regardless, but look, I'm doing everything that likely everybody else is doing, except I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tied to the markets here, right? So this is uh, a very, as you mentioned, uneasy time, okay, and so when you have uneasy times in the market, there are uneasy people, people are on edge, okay, and so... What I'm trying to do is not pay too much attention to the intraday moves, right? I'm trying to make sense of it all. um, And I'm trying to create some sort of a roadmap forward, right? I mean, I think that that is probably the most important part of it all, right? Where are we going to be six, 12 months from now, right? Um, Somebody like myself, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do a good amount of uh, rebalancing and planning. Right. That's, that's ultimately what I'm trying to do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, is, is there much else to do at this point? I know that you're, um, very heavily invested and you know, you're very deep into this. So it's not going to be like, you know, your experience is obviously completely different than someone who's got in, in the past six, 12 months into the market or someone who's looking to get into the market. Um, but since this fallout, um, was this something that was, you know, inevitable or was this, you know, this whole coronavirus, was this the the last Jenga piece that kinda made this whole thing come tumbling down? Give me a little bit of your um you know, your bird's eye view on this situation and you know how we can how we can kind of take it from here and, and uh you know, was the overextension something that was inevitable or 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 you know, what do you think here?
1: No, for sure. Look, I mean, here's here's the thing, right? if you invested the day before the internet bubble burst or if you invested in 2008 the day before Lehman Brothers announced bankruptcy you're up 100 percent plus on your money right so regardless of your entry point here right it's still not a time to panic depending on your time horizon if you like those companies then you should like them even more now right as it pertains to the last Jenga piece, yes, the last Jenga piece was certainly the coronavirus. This market was absolutely overextended. Um, you found yourself with companies that were incredibly overvalued, um, and there was just too much uh, blind optimism in the market. Okay, So when it comes to an unwind in the market, okay, this coronavirus did uh, throw the sheets off a lot of people. Right. It, it effectively exposed them to everything that they kind of were turning a blind eye to for quite some time. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty now, uh, specifically because of um, credit markets and, and bond markets and equity markets. Right. So when it comes to the overall market and the way that the market is reacting to something like the coronavirus, you find yourself now in a 30 percent down market. Okay. So this is a lot of money that a lot of people are losing. Okay. Um, When you're finding yourself in a 30% down market, the last thing that you want to do is overreact. Okay. It's human nature to, to want to buy low and sell high, right? That's, that's, that is the key. That's the goal. However, if you actually think about both of those, um, actions neither of them should be comfortable neither of them should be comfortable at all when you're buying high it should feel uncomfortable you should feel like you shouldn't necessarily be buying at this point when you're buying low it should feel even more uncomfortable okay because that's likely the point where you have something like a last Wednesday um, and you you kind of hit that peak of a bottom okay and it's where everyone else is running away right so when you're finding yourself in a position where you want to buy or sell okay my advice would be to buy and sell for the long term right Mm -hmm. buy buy on on the down days buy on the up days um and sell when you when you need the money right um it's it's certainly not a time right now to try and time the market
0: absolutely yeah i mean um now in, in your, uh, like, h- what what types of, uh, I guess, h- how are you taking your approach to, you know, hold yourself back from from wanting to sell at this point um, or wanting to, to buy just in that, you know, in that erratic type of, of, of emotion, right? Because I know that a lot of investors, you know, I guess emotions obviously are going to come into play when you're investing, obviously. How do you yeah. channel those emotions in the right way, right? So that you make sure that, you know, your emotions aren't taking over your business and your investment portfolio. And, you know, you're making that, that cognizant um, decision every time you're, you're, you're trading.
1: Right. Look, you have to look at it from a logical standpoint. Okay. I wouldn't consider myself a trader. I would consider myself more an investor. Likely uh, the majority of people that will watch this are probably in that same boat. Mm. Okay. I'm not, I I can't sit here and tell you that I can time the market. Um, And most other people can tell you that they can't time the market as well. But you might have that lucky one or two times where you've, you know, bought at the right time and and sold at the right time. Um, But it's not, that's not a good long game, right. For people that are not, uh, chartists and and rigorously watching this market it's not something that's going to play um, play out well for the long term Mm. Uh, so what I do um, when you have a a drastic fallout right a a month or two prior to the to this I, I would say in January was probably my last my last big buy okay prior to this whole fallout I was buying those companies with intention, right? I mean, they were, they were companies that I liked at that price. Um, So they're companies that I like even more at this price. Now, those are companies that are not going to be affected. Okay. Or will be affected, but will be affected in a very, uh, in in a much more marginal manner than a lot of other companies will be with this whole uh, fallout, right? With the whole health issue. Um, and, the, uh, the, and limited exposure to what their market used to be, okay? Um, so when I'm approaching and I'm purchasing those companies, I'm taking a look at, here, I'll give you a good example. Uber was a 45 to $50 billion company prior to this fallout, okay? As of last Wednesday, Uber was a $20 billion company, okay? Now, if you put that into, into their, if you, if you, if you correlate that to their balance sheet, this is the perfect example. They had $10 billion on their balance sheet. So Uber was almost worth more in cash than it was as a company. Okay. Now that doesn't really make sense. Uber is not going to just stop making money and halt, you know, halt making money from here. They have the each side of their business. They have the. Um, you know, the rideshare side of their business, which is dramatically being affected, but they do have the each side of their business and they are going to get back to doing business when this is all said and done. So you have these companies that are are on a on a brief uh, downturn. OK, Shopify, um, the Trade Desk, there's a, there's a whole uh, Amazon. There's a whole great deal of companies that are out there that were brought down uh, with this crash. OK, and. The technicals and the technicalities of the crash themselves. Okay, you have ETFs that are effectively bundles and um, yeah, bundles of companies. Okay, ETFs allow you ex- exposure to a, a bundle of companies that you wouldn't have exposure to, um, you know, in, in in your portfolio by buying them individually. Um, so when you have these ETFs being sold off, all of these companies are moving down uh, systematically, okay? So you'll, that you'll see Uber and uh, Amazon and companies like Carvana that have terrible balance sheets um, all move at the same rate, okay? So what you want to do when they're all moving at the same rate like that is buy these high-quality companies, right? buy, the, buy the companies that you know will, will make it to the other side of this uh, because of their balance sheet. And by the companies that you know uh, will make it to the other side of this, because they have limited exposure to, uh, you know, what's going on.
0: So going back to, you know, you just spoke about Carvana real quickly, not having as of of an attractive uh, balance sheet as Uber does. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's say you you did own some Carvana shares prior to this all happening. What are you doing with those shares? You still holding on to them, or yeah so
1: good good question so no we uh rotated out of carvana okay so gotcha. so this is a good time to to do some rotation okay mm-hmm. um rebalancing of your portfolio would be would be the way to say it Uh you want to make sure that that moving forward you you have you have the risk aversion okay that that you need okay you have you have a, an unprecedented buying opportunity. Okay. Mm -hmm. An opportunity to pick up these companies at a, at a much cheaper value than you would otherwise to take, to take money from less quality holdings and rotate them into higher quality holdings is something that I would absolutely recommend. Um, you know, you do, this would be a good time to take a look at your portfolio. Uh, see what your exposure is and see where you would want to rotate.
0: And for someone who potentially isn't as heavily invested right now, but is looking to get into the market or is is somewhat new in the market and looking to take advantage of what's going on right now and and capitalize on these opportunities. What would you say to someone like that?
1: I think now is a good time as any, right now is a good time as any to start. Okay. Um, so if, if, if you, if you are not invested in the market at all, like I said, now is a good time as any, um, you know, I go back to my point earlier, if you did invest, okay, prior to, uh, the, the Lehman brothers announcing bankruptcy, um, prior to you would, you would still be up a hundred percent on 60, 70 to hundred percent on your money today. Okay. If you invested at the bottom of that Mm -hmm. trough, you you're up, you're up somewhere around 150 to 160%. Wow. So timing, timing is everything, right? The timing is important. Um, but over the long term, you know, you have to understand you will, you will go through, uh, these dramatic gyrations. Okay. That they don't feel good. Right. I mean, they're, you know, it, 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 done, this is, this is your money, right? It is emotional. It is an, it, it's an emotional sport, right? You want to make sure that you are investing your money in the right place. Um, but from here, I mean, you have a very, very good opportunity to buy high quality companies uh, at a much lower valuation. Um, and that to me is always a, uh, always a bright side. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's some, some amazing insight. Um, and now going into the next six, nine, 12 months, um, I, know, I know no one has a crystal ball, obviously, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's tough to really project um exactly what we're going to see over this next 6-12 months but you know give us a little bit of an idea of how you know you know how you're envisioning this next 6-12 months and i know that you're saying that you're doing a lot of rebalancing but once you're kind of you know your rebalancing is is in place what's next you know right
1: so so look you analysts are, are effectively saying Okay, that the fallout of this in its totality will be 30% U.S. GDP loss. Mm. Okay, so by the numbers, the U.S. nominal GDP, okay, on a yearly basis is around $21 trillion. Okay, so now we're talking about one quarter of a 30% loss, which equates to $1.75 trillion, if my math is correct. Wow. Right. So that's a, that's a, that's a large loss. Okay. However, from the peak to the trough, we wiped out nearly $8 trillion of market cap in companies. Okay. So moving forward in these six months. Okay. What happens is the market will always aggressively price in worst case and best case scenarios. So you're going to have a lot of gyrations moving forward. Okay you're going to have crashes down and you're also going to have crashes up. Okay. So when you have, for example, this week, this week was a technical crash up, right. not much more. You could be extended to the downside. Um, so you bounce back and you bounce back in a hard way. Now there are monetary and fiscal policies being rolled out, um, which, which of course does boost the market. Um, But to answer your question, moving forward in the next six to 12 months, now is a good time to either if you are not invested, begin getting invested. Okay, And that's not to say when I say begin getting invested, um, I I have buddies of mine that uh, if they have money set aside, they want to throw it all on the market at the right time. Uh, the the answer to that is there is no exact right time it's impossible for for me to know that it's impossible for you to know that it's impossible for anybody to know that Mm -hmm. um in retrospect it's always easy to pick out what the best time would have been um but what you want to do here is you want to go ahead and 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 set money aside for investing okay so start to Pick on companies that you admire, right? Companies that you use every day, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple. Um, Expose yourself to the companies that are are definitely going to be there on the other side and probably going to be even stronger. Uh, Microsoft announced an acquisition yesterday. In this market, Microsoft is buying companies. Companies are going out of business and Microsoft is buying companies. Um, So you want to make sure that you're exposed to, to the companies of high quality first. Once you have a stable foundation then you can start putting on some risk right then you could start putting on on some smaller companies some uh, exposing yourself to companies that you know um, are a bit more uh, volatile in these markets um, but six to twelve months from now I do believe that we will have a higher market um, I do believe that this you know this, the fallout of this will have run its course um, and hopefully will have run its course with uh, with a as, as small amount of, uh, of, of, human loss, of course, as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, now is as good a good time as any to, uh, to, to find yourself invested in the market.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Um, I know we had a, a conversation a few months ago, even, a, even maybe a few weeks ago about you potentially getting into, you know, starting your own fund. Right. And, you know, letting others, you know, invest with you because, you know, having such a successful track record, you know, there's people that, you know, necessarily want to get into the market, but don't necessarily want to, you know, worry about the day-to-day burden of, you know, what the market's doing and and have a professional like like yourself, you know, kind of guide them in that right direction or um, you know, help them and, and hold their hand throughout the process until they're ready to go on their own you know where where are you at with that man
1: yeah uh it's it's something that i'm still i'm still working on right the uh the asset management side of of what i'm looking to do is um is is something that is inevitable right mm-hmm. i mean there's there's a lot of it's 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 family right it's friends it's um and then and then clients themselves i mean it's, it you find yourself in a position where you can you can change the trajectory of people's lives uh, hopefully in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when it comes to financial freedom and being able to allot people financial freedom and um, expose them to markets uh, that they may not have otherwise been exposed to, um, whether it be public or private, um, is something that I'm I'm definitely interested in and something that I'm definitely working on behind the scenes.
0: Love it, man. Uh, yeah. I w- wish you the best of luck there and I'll be the first one in there with you. I'll be investing sure. with you. Um, I know I'm heavily invested in the in the real estate market and, and everything we do on, on that side of things, but um, you know, definitely want to get deeper into uh the market and and uh you know would love to invest side by side with you. Awesome.
1: Well I would love to have you, man.
0: Absolutely, Absolutely, man. No, I appreciate it. And uh, you know, one last thing before before we wrap up, um, you know, just just giving someone um, some sort of advice. I know you gave a little bit of advice, but where to start? Right when when you first got started investing, was there a certain um, channel that you went to every day to kind of give you some insight as to you know what those what those companies are that you want to get involved in or um, a certain analyst that you like to listen to certain books, you know, what are something that someone could actually hold on to right now in the next few weeks that can really, you know, put them in a better position to invest and, and, uh, you know, create, you know, that first step towards financial freedom and, 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 uh, you know, in the market.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good question. So, uh, I mean, you know, if you, any, anytime that you walk in my office, you will always have CNBC playing in the background, right? CNBC exposes you to, to the markets in a unbiased fashion. Um, it allows you uh, all the company, you know, top line company news that you do need. Um, so for anybody just sitting on their couch, that would be a good place to start. Um, if you wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it. Um, yeah, there are, there are definitely analysts that I do like. Um, there are analysts that I do admire and, and I do kind of, uh, I guess, I guess you could say like their overall, um, outlook, okay. On the way that they, that they look at the markets, uh, Josh Brown with Reed He is, uh, he's a very, um, matter of fact analyst that I, that I like to listen to on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. Um, you know, he has a lot of similar holdings, smaller companies, um, Slack is one of his largest holdings, um. So he's investing in the same, in the same, I guess, uh, in the same areas that I am right. Um, not exactly these trillion dollar conglomerate companies, um, but middle of the pack, mid cap companies, um, you know, that, that there's significant upside to. Okay. Um, so when you get started, my, my suggestion would be to look into the markets a little bit, Mm -hmm. right. Uh, there are applications out there, start to get to know your money a little bit more. Right. Um using using applications, even net worth applications, that you can go ahead and see where where you are financially, how financially sound you are, what what sort of uh dollar value you have available for investment is also probably the most important aspect of this all. Right. You want to make sure that the money that you're putting to work um, is being put to work and is allowed to work for the amount of time that it should be put to work for, right? Um, as opposed to to investing something and taking risks and taking gambles. Um, So getting to know your money a little bit more, getting to know the markets a little bit more, um, you know, just through your everyday news channels is is a good place to start.
0: Perfect. Hey man, I know we can go uh, hours on end here and and continue this conversation deeper and deeper. Um, You and I have to have a conversation off, off, uh, off the channel. And uh, definitely have you back here for sure. Um, I think this is going to be really, really, really insightful for, you know, people who are heavily invested in the market right now, for people who are middle of the road and for people who, you know, want to get involved and want to just get started at a great time, like you said. Um, And I think uh, people are going to take a lot away from this. So I really appreciate you being here. Um, you know, as a friend, as a, as, as a business partner. And um, I wish you the best of luck in the market. And uh, I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll be coming out on top on the other side, excited to see where everything goes, excited to see where all your business ventures go as well. And uh, keep me posted on that fun because I'm your number one client. Appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, again, thanks for being here.
1: No you got it man. I appreciate you having me and any Any time that you want me back, man I'm happy to be here. so Absolutely. I appreciate that. I hope that everybody that uh you know that I was able to reach today is is feeling a little bit better about themselves is able to, to kind of take these steps confidently and um, hopefully we can check back soon
0: yeah and and, that, and that's the most important thing honestly is just is building confidence in people because I know that a lot of people um you know have maybe the the funds or, you know, have been looking to have one foot in one foot out. But, you know, it's just that confidence level and understanding that you're in, you know, good hands, right. And you have, you know, the knowledge to be able to go in with with the utmost confidence that, you know, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna do this, right. Whether it's, you know, you're, you're you know, even if you're riding this for, for the long haul, you have the confidence to be able to withstand a, a, a a downturn like, like today. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it, Vinny. We will, uh, we'll catch up soon. All right, man.
1: You got it. No problem at all. Thanks, man.
0: Appreciate it.